Hey, cabin lovers, and welcome back to another episode of My Dream Log Cabin. This is the place for you if you dream of living in a log cabin home or plan to build one in the near future. We offer inspiration and information to help you plan, dream, and build your log cabin. Today's episode is brought to you by Nortech Copperworks. And before we dive in, here's a brief message from our sponsor. Wood posts and timbers are damaged from sitting outdoors. Water is the enemy. Cabin posts and logs absorb water, creating wood decay and rotting. We put shingles on a wood roof to protect it. Nortex copper caps do the same for log home posts and timbers to help them last a lifetime. And they enhance the look with copper accents. We have multiple designs to match your log home. And we offer maintenance products like leveling jacks and copper kick plates for your doors. Prevent rotting while making your log home beautiful with Nortec Copperworks. From standard to custom shaped log ends and railings, Nortec has you covered. Text COPPER to 33777 for a link to our website. Joining us on the podcast today is the founder of Nortec Copperworks, Scott Eden, and his partner, Jay Schuler. Welcome to the show. So grateful to have you with us. You know, I have a funny little backstory here at Caribou Creek. We've always said that we're the niche within the niche because among all the log cabin builders, we build handcrafted and very custom homes. So we've always said, you know, we're the niche within the niche. I have to say, though, I think you are challenging our belief on that because after hearing more about what you've done, what you do and what Nortec Copperworks does, sounds to me like you are the niche within the niche. Your manufacturing company specializes in building copper products specifically for log homes. And we want to meet you. We want to hear about your story. Tell me more about your cabin, if you don't mind, um, you know, just to, with our listeners, because oh. that's something that people like to hear is the story behind that. Did you, was it kind of a dream of yours to have a log cabin in, initially, or is that something you just yeah, kind of fell was. into? It was a dream of mine back in the eighties, if you can dream that far back. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, yeah, it was back in the eighties when I was looking at the log home magazines. And, and so did you build your own cabin or did you end up having it built? Oh, this home. Yeah, I built this. It's a, a brace bridge. Uh, North Log Home. It's out of uh, Bracebridge, Ontario. That's awesome. At the time, I should have built a bigger house, you know, but uh, I was big on land back then. I bought 90 acres of land in northern Wisconsin. I was hunting all the time and spending time out in the woods. That so sounds a lot like a, me. You know, I, I always buy yeah. a, a property based on the outside of the, the land, and then I think, oh, yeah, I better check what the inside looks like, too, because I'm going to probably spend more time yeah. inside. <laughs> So you know what? You're, you're a testament to the timelessness of log cabins, your story, and yeah. also the fact that, you know, it never loses its nostalgia, especially, you know, looking for that log cabin in the woods and that, that feeling of that rustic nature. It's just, yeah. that's what it is. And that hasn't changed even, even back then, even to now. How did you even get into this business? How did you find yourself on this road to uh, log cabin copperworks? Well, I started by building a log home myself. And then I ended up at all these shows, and I found a need and fill it. As my dad would say, find a need and fill it. It started with the jack wrap, which was covering up the settling jacks in the log home, because it is a bit of an eyesore. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, what I did was come up with a simple piece of copper that anybody could put on there in a kit form. And then that got me talking to uh, 
Scott Strapko and Linda. Says, Scott, can't you make a upside down ashtray to fit these posts? Says, sure, I can make anything you want. And I that's how we started. Yeah. An upside down ashtray. I love that analogy. What a great way to describe it. That was perfect. Yeah. So by the way, any of you listening yeah. in today, um, we have pictures on our Instagram. You can follow us at Caribou Creek. We're going to be tagging um, Nortec Copperworks in these images. So you can get an idea and a visual of what he's talking about or read it on the blog at cariboucreek.com. So just FYI, feel free to go check those out. In the meantime, I'm curious though, how did this evolve? The log home, there's plenty of maintenance once you move into one. And I said, geez, maybe we can help eliminate some of this. They said at the, uh, Sasco is the name of the company, Sasco. What they said was that it's just that their, uh, their stains get sucked in by the end grain of the post. And they turn darker than the rest of the house. And they still rot out. Interesting. It's just like putting a roof on your, it's just like putting a roof on your home. You wouldn't think twice about putting a shingles or something on your roof or metal. And rather than turn away from the maintenance, you've got to turn to it and take care of your place. Thank you so much, um, Scott, for, for filling us in on that. It's really great to hear how things get started. Now, with us also today is Jay Schuler. Jay is a partner in the company, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about you, Jay, and how, how you got yourself involved in Nortec. Scott contacted me early on, shortly after he started Nortec, and said there was a real opportunity for some new and different products. Uh, my background is more in the product development and manufacturing side. And he had had the jack wraps and the initial caps. And he he also saw a big need for these leveling jacks. He was making covers for them, but the people that were buying the covers were also complaining that the the jacks would seize up and they had difficulties with them. So he would ask me to come in and help him develop his products a little bit more with my engineering background. Um, we actually did develop some leveling jacks, utilizing some known engineering and some processes that have been around in the military for quite a while for plating and things like that. Mm-hmm. Now, why copper though? I mean, that's the real question. Is there benefits to copper over other metals? There's a number of reasons we, we use copper. Um, one, it's really soft to the touch. It holds up to many different kinds of weather. If you go near the coasts where you get that ocean air, aluminum and things like that do not hold up well. I mean, stainless steel does, but it becomes a little bit pretty cost prohibitive to make them from that. And it's hard to work with. So... Copper lasts for generations, plus bugs stay away from copper, which is also a nice feature. Yeah, I mean, that the, the copper really protects the life of the posts. When you look at how a tree lives and grows, it's a big straw. It takes the water from the ground and wicks it up to the leaves at the end of the branches. And uh, when we chop it off and you have that end grain exposed there it's still a straw so it the water comes in and it goes to work um killing the log off you know so if you can cap that log and keep the end grain protected especially from the top even at the bottom that's kind of why they like having levelers or sometimes they put cork or something else underneath the the log 
to prevent things from wicking up into the log and it it just the life of the log is just goes on much longer if you can protect the end grains um, and that's really and and on that note that's really important you're mentioning that for people listening what he what what he's explaining i understand because he's saying the water is seeping into the centerpiece of the log the inside of the log which amazingly is often not even visible the log is fully deteriorated and like mush <laughs> by the time mm-hmm. it's even noticed. And I'm going to speak from example on this for just a second, because on my homestead, they have the original homestead log cabin, this little tiny shack, basically, that they built to live in while they built this other house that I currently actually live in. Right. But the they have built it where these two posts uh come out on the second level and they hang out. There's this huge overhang that is unprotected to completely unprotected. And these logs are like, I don't know, 14 inches around. They're, they're big logs. Well, I wasn't sure about the stability of this little cabin when we first moved here. And I was like, I'm, I'm curious. So I went out to poke around on these logs and from the outside, it looks like they are just fine. I mean, they're dark in color, but you would never know that the inside of them is completely rotted. You couldn't tell that by the outside. And so it's really important because especially when you're talking about rot, it's like the silent (laughs) bugger Mm -hmm. that comes along. And then the next thing, you know, you think, Oh, it's just this one log. That's really bad. And then you start looking, you're like, Oh dear, no, no, (laughs) it's this one and that one. And pretty soon you may as well replace your whole deck. I mean, we're talking about, a lot of money here uh, when it comes to being able to prevent these kinds of things. So I really like what you mentioned. That's important because you're absolutely right that those, those trees, they act like straws, even when they're just logs, they're still doing their job. It's just a force of nature. And it's something that may not be visible to you when you're looking at your post and you might even be out there doing your due diligence um, with uh, keeping up on the maintenance and the stain but those end caps uh, of the log are really where the, the moisture is getting pulled in. So it's super important to protect them. It's interesting that you're mentioning from the bottom and the top. So for people who are just planning to build their log cabin, that's something to be thinking about as well. Yeah, I mean, as far as the, the caps are concerned, when Scott got started, you know, he really realized there wasn't anybody making round caps. I mean, there was a lot in the square. You can go to Home Depot or one of the big box stores and find square caps that are coming a couple different sizes, but round is pretty hard to find. Nortec offers caps everywhere from three inches all the way up to, well, spun caps, we can go to 16 inches in diameter every quarter inch. And the two-piece caps, we can go from four inches just about to three feet in diameter. We do make a lot of custom sized square and rectangular caps. We had a client out on the upper Northeast Washington area that had square, very odd shaped posts, six by eight inch. And it was a a microbrewery up there that they wanted a, a nice, bollard you know with a bevel on it and rectangular to fit their posts and we made those for them and those were all custom made particular to their shape and they they had a real problem where they were 
they were very close to the ocean and the posts were just deteriorating so quickly just because the end grain was exposed. And we had done those five or six years ago and they, they call occasionally because um, they get replaced. They're near a parking lot. So, you know, they replace posts and they say, oh, we want to put a new cap on. And we ask them how it's going. And they say these things, the posts just last forever just by capping the capping the grain off, you know, it makes a huge difference. Great. I mean, this has been fantastic. So tell me, I'm curious, is all of the, uh, you mentioned that the copper is smooth to the touch. Do you, do you ever experiment with textures? Do you guys offer any textured copper? Yeah, um, we actually offered a, a hand hammered cap that's pretty labor intensive. Um, that looks very rustic. It's very beautiful. It's got a patina to it already. Um, we did do an installation for the Smithsonian Zoo that they they wanted the hand hammered, and that that would turned out very nice. It was very angled. Um, they used ropes and things like that for crowd control. So it, it was really beautiful. The, the uh, Smithsonian Zoo in D.C. Uh, for the, the seal exhibit, I believe it's, yeah, that was for the seal exhibit. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned that you guys build custom caps and you talked about the different sizes. I'm just curious if you could explain, especially because Caribou often builds very custom and unique homes. So how can people who might already have a caribou home even get their custom caps ordered? Do they have to come out to you to, or do you have to come out to them rather to measure or is there a certain process? Yeah, I mean, if you go to our website, uh, northtechcopperworks.com, we, we have a couple pages there that explain different ways of measuring it. But the easiest, the engineering way <laughs> to measure is to measure the circumference, just put a tape measure around the outer circumference of the log and divide it by pi or 3.14. And that'll give you a diameter that's pretty close. Otherwise, you can take a tape measure and just kind of measure from the top of the post um, by eye and see what the largest, since the posts vary slightly, you want to find the largest diameter and use that for for the post. I mean, I think the thing that surprises people a lot um, when we talk to them on the phone when they're getting ready to order or even emailing us online, we always tell them to check all of their posts because we make them in the quarter inch, every quarter inch. And if you want them to fit nicely, you need to measure each one because in one house, they might vary, you know, an inch. And as you know, Lindsay, they make logs in many different sizes and many different ways of hand hewing or machine cut or um, some some log people even leave the bark on the wood, you know, so it's it can vary quite a bit. Now we do have a line of caps that are completely custom for odd shapes. And that that takes a little bit more work from the homeowner to get them get us a template. We require that you provide us with a template of the log where you take a piece of cardboard, something fairly stiff, hopefully corrugated works about the best, and you actually take a pencil and trace the log from underneath. You put the cardboard on top of the log and then you trace around the bottom of the diameter of the log and it will take the shape. And then make a note that this is from the bottom of the cap 
and then just send that to us. What do you think has probably been the most unique and creative project you've worked on? I think we did a, a fairly large cabin in Colorado that had a huge number of customs where we had had them sending us templates. They actually sent us a map. <laughs> oh, wow. All, all the caps. There were so many caps that were just ranging from, you know, roughly seven or eight inches in diameter going all the way up to like 20 inches and really odd shapes. I was asking him what kind of timbers and stuff. And he said, well, they actually took the timbers that were right from the, the area that they built the the cabin. Yeah. So there were some really unique, and I guess the owner had a lot to do with selecting what posts went where just because of the shapes and things uh -huh. like that. Which, I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing with with these type of homes. People really get involved with the aesthetics of how the logs look on the property. I think that's one of the best parts of a log cabin is just the creativeness of each individual log. It's like living in a piece of art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you guys just, you know, put the final touches on it and make it gleam even that much better. I love it. So I love products like this. They add beauty and aesthetics, but then they also serve a really powerful function. And, you know, if you find that you're in, in anywhere where there's moisture, this is definitely something to be thinking about uh, for your log cabin. So thank you always for tuning in. We appreciate your listenership. And then again, just want to mention to text the word copper to 33777. You can get access to the website right away. And cabin lovers, if you'd like to check out Caribou Creek handcrafted log homes, visit www.caribucreek.com. On there, we have a free gift for you. It is a log shoppers checklist. And that is a checklist that you can use if you are shopping log builders to make sure that you are getting apples to apples quotes okay it's really important because so many log companies do their bids differently it's really important that you make sure that just because the price is lower are you getting the same thing as what another company is offering so that is a free gift we have for you friends go check it out again it's at caribou creek.com and thanks for listening